I, I usually give a lot of cards, you know, I try to be like very earnest and try to be, I, I feel like that's the way I like my, maybe my love language is more like words of affirmation. And that's how I give like gifts a little bit of just like hopeful. And I, I really try to make those cards like, uh, you know, meaningful and like profound and like thoughtful and stuff like that. But sometimes like, if I it's like Christmas Day and I haven't written a card yet, I just like sit like I just open a blank card and write, Dear Mom, you are meaningful to me. I love you and what you've done for my life. Thank you so much. I, I, your, mom, your mom is listening to your mom is listening to this podcast I going sound really terrible. I sound really rough. Okay, also excuse me, that was like your example of a shitty card that you've written. That was the most beautiful thing I've ever heard. I, God. What is but going like on? it's like it's from my, it should be from my heart. You know? so um oh, anyways, let's start the episode. Click. you bought me like two years ago well i just remembered that it's sitting in the closet so i called you up just to tell you i've been meaning to listen to that i've been meaning to listen to that why don't you come over and talk about it Welcome to I've Been Meaning to Listen to, to That, the podcast where we go through albums we've been meaning to listen to and use it as a conduit to learn about each other and our guests. I'm Andrew Ambrose Lee, and uh, we got um, our guest co-host. We'll just introduce her right away. Um, she's a returning favorite. Favorite? I think so. Uh, she's a returning favorite, and she's like, uh, she did such a great job with um, our Bon Iver episode with Edgar Montplazier, and uh, it's one of my favorite episodes, so of course we brought her back. It's Alicia Parikh. She's a comedian, she's a she's a uh, writer, and she's the human version of the it's this is fine dog in that meme. Uh, it's Alicia Parikh. Yay! I feel like we should really start getting like a studio audience canned laughter for these moments because the <laughs> intros are so good. <laughs> I don't deserve this build up. Well, one, Andrew is so sweet. Thank you so much for having me back on the show. Of course, of course. Love yeah. it here. Love the show. Longtime listener. Uh, <laughs> and I'm so excited. Lisa's yeah. in the house. Hey Lisa's yo. down to class. Don't tell it. You're not supposed to tell people yet. Like, Ugh. I'm sorry. It's um, a little spoiler because I'm yeah. so excited. I. <laughs> oh, should I get no spoilers? No spoilers. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, uh, let's just hop to Lisa. I'm not, I don't like talking about myself. What if we, what if we like, <laughs> what if, what if we like, just like us to banter for an hour and then like Lisa has to like, and then we'll just like introduce her. Like, um, and I have to mm, fight so, my way in somehow. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah that's that. right, She's that's a right. hostage. She can't leave. So <laughs> yikes. Uh, before we get to like, um, before we get to Lisa, um, uh, Alicia, like <laughs> let's add an A to that Lisa and, Add some C's and an 
IA and Alicia. You know um, what? I'm gonna give you an I'm gonna give you an assist. <laughs> it's actually really funny. I do have relatives okay, okay. that sometimes can't pronounce my name correctly, so they will say Alisa. Like they'll, they'll, like there will be Alisa in there sometimes. So uh-huh. you're kind of right. Yeah. 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 Uh, so like, what is your like? Uh, before we get into like, you know, Alisa. Uh, um what what are some uh christmas like what are your favorite like christmas uh snacks like what are your favorite like christmas treats that you like to enjoy and nosh on and stuff oh i do love actually no okay pepperidge farm (laughs) the brand Mm. pepperidge farm you're all familiar yeah Mm. they have these gingerbread cookies (laughs) yes pepperidge farm members they used to have these stores all around they all went out of business all near me But they have these gingerbread cookies, and they are excellent. And my little brother and I, anytime we see them in the store, we buy, like, a bunch of bags because they don't always have them. They are not a Pepperidge Farm staple for the grocery store, but they're these little Mm -hmm. gingerbread people. And they're, like, these crispy little cookies, and they're so good. (laughs) That's, like, my favorite holiday treat. I don't know. I'm the baker in my family, so, like... Mm -hmm. If I want a treat, I have to make it or I have to go buy it. So <laughs> I just love those cookies so much. Uh, so like, okay. So when you get a gingerbread man, when you get a gingerbread man, gingerbread how do you, person. what do you eat first? Like, mm. do you eat the head? Do you eat his arms or like his? It depends on the mood. Like sometimes if I am merciful, I will eat the head first. Just to Yeah. Yeah. That seems there. like you the know, merciful just... thing to do. Yeah. But sometimes it's like a little arm. I don't start with the legs because I feel like that's really weird. I don't know. Like, that's not what I'm about. Like, I'm all just like little little arm here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> I didn't mm-hmm. mean to make this like a weird cannibalism kind of weird it, little thing. What's that but... movie like with the lady who like got her arm bitten off by a shark? Like, oh, that's Silver real life. Surfer? The surfing movie that was based off like a real. Yeah, yeah. a real person. person? Bethany yeah. Hamilton, I think her name is. That was excellent. That was a good it, it, assist, Lisa. Wow. Um, a, an assist from nobody in this room. Um, oh, like, I'm going to keep spoiling it. I'm going to keep spoiling. I'm no, no, no. But like, um, so you, you like bite the arm off in tribute to her, basically, is what oh. your deal is. Now I will. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to you. Yeah, yeah. that's that's just a little Christmas tip for you know anyone listening and for you, uh, my mm. friend Alicia. And uh, <laughs> like, let's. Uh, but in the meantime, let's introduce um, our guest of honor. Uh, you might know her, you know, from uh, as an improviser, as an actor, uh, from the UCB, from Second City, from. Uh, and you might also hear her on episodes of Good Christian Fun, from Improv for Humans, Comedy Bang Bang. And uh, you might have seen her as the Cheez-It coach <laughs> oh, in that Cheez-It commercial. It's, wait, like, it's Lisa Gilroy. <laughs> Yay! Wow, what yeah. an intro. Thank you. I'm so happy I finally get to talk. Now I'm never going to stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, take it away, Lisa. What you got? Please. Okay. Well, first of all, I, <laughs> I I'm not the coach for the cheese. Um, and I was um a field reporter interviewing that's a wheel of right, cheese right. uh, for cheese. It. Um, now the mm. the cheese coaches are the ones that actually that's like you need you need actual like football training and stuff in order to coach got them on it, how to it. play the game. Um, which is something I don't have. So just a humble field <laughs> reporter there. Um kneeling on the ground next to a wheel of cheese. I moved to L.A. to be an actor. (laughs) 
So to describe the commercial really quickly, like Lisa is a field reporter and she's uh. interviewing a block of cheese and the, she says like, you did such a good job with the crunch and like the tastiness of like being a Actually, cheese Actually, that was wheel. my line. I'm honored that you thought that the cheese and I look so similar that you couldn't tell <laughs> whose line was whose. Listen, I'm on this podcast You really blended into that world. <laughs> Melted into that world. Sorry, cheese oh, pun. Go God. on. This has come to be the most dominating um, factor of my life. Yeah, so, and then like the cheat, the the cheese says like the cheese basically <laughs> won the cheese World Series or like the cheese Super Bowl or something. That's um, right. And, and then you were interviewing and and the you're interviewing like a block of cheese, a wheel of cheese, and you say, "What are you gonna do now?" And then the block of cheese says, "I'm going to Cheese It World." And then they all like wow, lift them up and like have a celebration. You have watched this commercial a few times. You have seen. <laughs> I mean, that is that is the whole script. You nailed it. Oh my god! So like, how did? What do you do to get into character of this of this field reporter? Take oh, us to the world. Okay. That's right. um, well, first of all, I'll tell you a real story about that because I um it's still so humiliating. I auditioned for that and it's so stupid, right? Like it's like three lines <laughs> and you're saying like, cheese, wow, great football playing, the crunch, the satisfaction, you brought it all. <laughs> you're the MV cheese. Like it's like, it's terrible. So I, I mean, that's good. I thought yeah. it was good. I did the I did the audition over Zoom and a week before I had been doing a trivia night with my friends and I wanted my team name to be called daddy's number one dump dump baby <laughs> okay so then i log on for the callback audition and zoom will not change my name to lisa gilroy i am number <laughs> daddy's number one dump dump baby on the call with the cat with the casting director with the director with the producer there was like 16 little uh black squares on the zoom call of people that didn't have their video on that, but were just there and i uh, was mortified but they still cast and, me because they said, this girl is good enough to talk to cheese. Yeah, yeah. And, Excellent. Uh, just like the director after seeing, what's it, what was the name? Like, uh, Little Miss Dump Dump or what, what Daddy's was it? number Daddy's one. number dump one. Dump Baby. So when the director saw that, uh, he was like, she's a star. Let's send her all the way to the top. Yeah, and I mean, then, she's, like, number, uh, she's obviously number one. She's the number one she, dump, dump She's baby. number one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Not yeah, they like, pass you up, you know. Yeah. Exactly. Is Cheese It World, by the way, like this is like the last tangent of like this is the last because I really need to get to the bottom of this. Like <laughs> this world is very strange. Of just like so they're 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 being tested on their cheesiness and satisfaction and crunch these cheese wheels in this game, but also like when the cheese wheel wins, his name is Cheese, by the way. Like there's a yeah. cheese wheel and he's his name is Cheese. So it'd be mm -hmm. like a, if a guy nose. was named like person or whatever. Um yeah. but like um so he says, I'm going to cheese it world. So is it like is it like he's retiring and like dying, or is it like is it supposed to be their Disney world of just like their like the little cheese it's are like the toys or something like like the attract ride attractions and stuff Listen, like andrew i just memorize what? the lines and i show up i don't know about the world i don't know I, listen i don't even know how they didn't give you like played. a script bible <laughs> that's fair i too do not know the rules of football <laughs> multiple people it's a, have tried to, be to fair, tell it's a me. different game like they were playing in that commercial i, I, ha um, I had to football. kneal on astroturf with wait is that what you call it? Sometimes I wonder if I'm saying a Canadian I think, thing. I think it's that's called right. Astro yeah, Turf? Okay. Yeah. Um, 
for hours and hours with like, and I was wearing a dress. So it was just like my bare knees and that really hurt. So the, I, the only oh. thing I could focus on was the immense pain. And eventually the makeup artist <laughs> was um, merciful and she brought me like maxi pads and she taped them oh. or stuck them to my knees. Oh, felt so good. Wow. Last, oh. like also, I just thought I, that's Hollywood I for like you. Clarify. So you weren't the coach in the commercial. You were the field reporter because you didn't have the experience or the training to be the coach of cheese. But you had the experience, the journalism experience. That was like your backstory of just like field cheese. reporting was like a jumping off point again to like cheese coaching. I just want to make sure journalism's no joke. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think the backstory for this character is she went to journalism school. She got her master's in sports journalism. And then uh-huh. she, it's her first day on the field and she hits the field and she sees this gorgeous wheel of cheese. And then I like to think after the commercial, they fall in love and it's kind of like a romance. Wow. Wow. It's like, it's like, like a, a it's like the first, like, there's like a to be continued at the commercial, after the commercial ends. Right. And then we're going to see the saga of you, you and cheese, the wheel. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we we look forward to like you know seeing that commercial in perpe- in perpetuity um, from here on so. out. Um, but like um, so uh, in the meantime, like let's talk about you, I guess. And like first of all, really quickly before we like get to music, like what are your like you know favorite Christmas treats? What are your favorite treats you like to? Oh, my yum yums, my snacks, yeah. my snacker dudes. Yeah, you're num- yeah. Um, well, okay. My favorite snack is actually more of a slurp than it is a snack. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Put your hands together for eggnog. Now this is a creamy treat that comes out on Christmas and I can't get enough of it. In fact, it kind of gives me anxiety because I always feel like I'm not drinking enough. Uh, Last year I was, I was walking around the house and I like muttered under my breath, like, oh, I need to be drinking more eggnog. And my husband said, he was like, you said that? Like people talk about water. (laughs) Like I'm just not (laughs) getting enough. So really, I try to drink it. This is so disgusting because it literally is just lard in a glass. But I, I like to have it like in my coffee in the morning and then like yeah, I love, with, I love with just a straight yeah. up glass, like with a cookie in the afternoon. And then we'll put some rum in it. And at night, I'm just trying to get Ooh. my three well-rounded glasses of nog <laughs> a day. You got to get eight glasses of eggnog a day, by the way. Like that's like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But like the daytime customization is just like the pinnacle, just excellent. I've actually never had eggnog. You have never had eggnog? Yeah, yeah, I hate to admit that, but like I've always wanted to have eggnog, and like every year I'm like, this is the year, this is gonna it's happen. So, and I then it never does. Like, it's the taste of heaven. I think it tastes so good. I think it's great. I think it's great. Uh, I don't it's a like bold it just and like hot take, Lisa. <laughs> I don't like it just it. like straight up. Like, but I like I love the Starbucks eggnog lattes. I think those it's are straight up. It is a bit much. I have switched to um, almond, like almond milk or silk. That brand has started doing like an <gasps> almond mer- almond milk version of eggnog, and it's like versions? light. Oh, yeah, wow. it's non dairy and it's lighter, which is really good. Um, so I've started drinking that, and now when I go back to like the regular straight up version, it's so thick. It's like drinking someone's <laughs> spit. <laughs> Oh it's my god. So gnarly. So yeah, I, I I have the light stuff. I mean, I'm still a disgusting Christmas piggy, but I love That's it. That's right. Oh, this yeah. is a game changer cuz uh your girl has a lactose sensitivity. So I will definitely try this dairy-free version. Yeah, silk silk's got you. Do, do you it. like do you get like kind of we'll get to Bing Crosby by the way. Like um <laughs> we, do you get like kind of freaked out like by the fact that it has egg in the name? Like cuz I get a little like kind of like but like i still enjoy it i don't know how they make it but it does taste like you're drinking straight up seven egg yolks in every glass Mm -hmm. (laughs) so i I I drink to to not know 
That yeah. sounds decadent. I drink Ooh. like whenever I drink a cup of eggnog, I'm like, what am I, Christmas Rocky over here? Ugh. <laughs> That's what yeah, I say. That myself. makes me wonder if you poured eggnog in a hot pan, could you scramble it? <laughs> Ooh. I'm curious. You could probably make you could probably make a sick French toast out of that. Oh, like if it already has really egg. good idea. Wow. Right? Yeah. What, I'm gonna do like, that too. But also like uh what's it called? Like egg creams, like the like kind of the root beer cousin of root beer, like they're called egg creams, and that freaks me out of just like, I've literally only ever heard of egg creams in like old timey cartoons or something where they're like, let's go get an egg cream out on the soda shop. Over the soda out over at the soda fountain. Yeah. Like Wait, I'm like a s i am am startled. I've never heard any of these words before. What do you mean cousin to root beer egg cream? Don't. <laughs> Is that what you said? I've never I realize seen that's another like human crazy, being drink it. Like it's like so it's called it's like basically like when I, you know, you could like, or it's like a soda basically. And, uh, it's like kind of like a frothier root beer basically what is what it is. And like, like they're like, float. yes, it's kind of like a root beer float type of thing. And they're like, they're like a uh, weird foamy bubbles up top and it's called an egg cream. And it's like, why? I don't know. Like, okay, um, so this is literally yesterday I was drinking eggnog and I said in a disgusting, rebellious statement, I wish this was carbonated. <laughs> and now I feel like that's I what you're talking fun. about. I, I don't know. It doesn't taste like eggnog, but it's like a. But like, it is still, you like, would receive. you say it's like a carbonated, creamy thing? Yes, kind of. That's um, so basically like a root beer float, but it's like it's just mixed in. The cream is mixed r- in. I think so. I might be getting it all wrong. But I like, want this. Yeah, I've never. Um, I don't know what it is. I've only ever seen it exist in TV for me. So I that's I a solid description. Here. I think I have no authority. Uh, yeah, I, I could be making this up. Um, let's see, egg cream. Uh, I'm inclined to believe you, though. I mean, yeah. This when is, have you ever lied like to me? Okay, I'm seeing a a grainy. Yes, for those of you at home, um, Andrew <laughs> oh is God. showing us via yeah. Zoom. <laughs> so it's just like a green. Here it liquid. is, listeners. <laughs> Um, but, um, that's enough. That's enough of that. Um, welcome to the show. Welcome to our music podcast. Um, our (laughs) guest Lisa Gilroy's here and she's, uh, she's such a delight already. We're having such a great time. And, um, oh yeah, Alicia's here too. And we're having such a great time and uh, we're all laughing and having a good time. And, um, I, I, my therapist told me to like say words of affirmation to myself. So that's what I'm doing. (laughs) Um, so, (laughs) so, uh, what's it called? Like, let's get into Bing Crosby. Uh, you wanted to talk about that, like when we said, "Hey, uh, Lisa." Uh, that that's how I started the email, by the way. Hey, Lisa, like, yeah, you did. Like, uh, it the email <laughs> like shook you out of bed. <laughs> yeah. Um. So like when we asked you, like, "Hey, would you like to be on a Christmas episode?" and you said yes. Uh, you, uh, your top choice was, or your first, like, the one you kind of opened with was, uh, Bing Crosby's "White Christmas." So, what is your relationship to this record? And then we'll get to Alicia's relationship to this record as well okay well if you want the honest truth this is a record that i grew up listening to it's like the christmas record of my family so i feel like have i ruined the premise of the show Uh, i was not meaning to listen to this in fact i cannot remember a time in my existence where i wasn't listening to this already (laughs) that's fine like because i um have not listened to this all the way through so as, 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 as long as like one of us kind of like but also we've done like episodes where all three of us have like or like you know me, the co-host, and like the guests have all listened to it, and it's like, who cares? Um, so, um, but yeah, like, uh, so this is like a record from your childhood. You said, 
Yes, we had the good old CD with Bing's floating head on the front. And mm-hmm. um, we didn't have a lot of Christmas music. So it was like, and it's not a long album. Uh, so yeah. it would just kind of play on repeat uh, until we were all insane and sick of it. And then we'd fire it up again next year. Yeah. What about you, Alicia? Like, what are your, what's your, like, uh, what's your, like, relationship to this, to this record? I, I, I did listen to the whole album and I have listened to, like, selected songs from the album before. Like, I feel like this album that he released is very synonymous with Christmas. Like it always, it makes me feel nostalgic, even though I was obviously not alive during this time period. And I didn't really, I don't know. I really, I do really like his version of silver. I'm sorry. Silent night. Wait, you're not 96 years old, Alicia. I know I'm not a 96 year old like person. And I I was going to be like, wow, (laughs) you look pretty good for like 96 or whatever. Um, You know, like how how whenever you listen to music from a different time period, it makes you nostalgic for that time period, even though you were not alive. Like, I'm just like, oh, yeah, like 60s. And like, I wasn't alive during the 60s, but it makes me kind of nostalgic for the era. I don't know. I had a fun time. Hey, man, Woodstock (laughs) and all that stuff. I remember being there. I'm like, oh, those are the good old days. No, Lisa's right. This album was like way shorter than I thought it was going to be. Like I, yeah. I basically like blocked out an entire evening listening to this album. I was like, okay, I'm going to cook and I'm going to listen to this album. And I wasn't even done like prepping my meal and the album was done. Was, oh, wow. <laughs> to be fair, I do chop vegetables very slowly, but also the album was very short. Yeah. It was good. It, like, I think it was also like, because this the they uh we taught when we did the beatles like they kind of like have this issue not issue but like this thing too of just like the records are very short because they literally couldn't record more like they literally that was all that could fit on like a disc or like a tape or something like that like 30 mm-hmm. minutes or something like that so uh with me like this is a um this is the oldest record we've ever done on the show like this mm-hmm. this came out in 1945ish but like also like 45, um yeah but also, Correct. like, some stuff have been added in later of just, like, 1950 or something like that. Some things are, like, um, or, like, they did a re-rendition of it later. Something like that. I think White Christmas, like, one of the stories with that song is they play it so many times that the tape wore out and they couldn't listen to it again. So Bing Crosby had to re-record it again. And basically, he, like, tried to make it exactly the same. Wait, he so tried- you mean the people that he, like, the studio that he fil- recorded the album with did this? Just, like, people, like, people, like, just regular audience members. They listened yeah, to like, it Yeah, so like, with, like, the times. tape, like... I don't oh, so know exactly. Everybody got yeah. together and they were like, "Look, we've all collectively screwed this up. We listened to this one song <laughs> so hard. We need you to do it again. Yeah. I don't... But, like, I, was I there one tape? Was there only one coffee it's very possible just, it's honestly very possible because like i don't know the logistics know. of 40s music making i'm just confused <laughs> i don't know exactly the story but like that's what i read um, would it even be that tape in the 40s i feel like it'd be something i don't different. know it was a like, stop, stop. <laughs> please stop attacking me because i'm trying <laughs> to just like i'm not prepared for these plot holes in my cutesy little story <laughs> i guess this is revenge for me asking about the world of cheese it land or whatever um <laughs> But yeah, like basically, like the point is like uh, he, uh, what's it called? Had to re-record the record again and he did it like exactly the same. Like he tried to replicate it exactly the same. So like people wouldn't notice that it changed. Um, And that happened like three years later. Um, So like this is the oldest record we've done. Yeah. So like I've never listened to this all the way through. There's some songs that obviously I've listened to like in the mall or, you know, (laughs) 
or just like on a commercial or just like in a Christmas special. Like these obviously mm-hmm. pop up, you know, every so often, you know, uh, just like uh, have yourself a Merry Little Christmas, you know, all those songs. And um, I feel yeah, like I have I just, yourself a Merry Little Christmas is not on the album? Question mark. You are correct. Okay. Is it not? I, I like have it up next to me for reference. It is not. Oh, there well, is. Oh, you are you thinking of white? It's Christmas? I'll be home for Christmas. There is I'll be yeah, home. Yeah, I'll be for home Christmas. for Christmas. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And there uh, is White Christmas as well. Which honestly, that story tracks because that is also my favorite song on the album. Mm-hmm. It's a bop. But I also will listen to any any version of White Christmas. Like, Look, guys, if you cover that song, smart, I will listen guys. to it. <laughs> I don't know anything. Um, <laughs> I am not song. qualified to host like a semi-historic <laughs> podcast about like where like people's legacies and reputations are on the line a little bit um but, reputation and legacy is on the line and right now <laughs> do not mess this up for him he needs this tens honestly. of people are listening to this episode like oh uh, you better not ruin it um yeah. but uh what's it called like uh so this is the oldest record we've done i don't really know a lot about bing he seems to not have like a crazy like reputation generally he seems to be his reputation seems to be just like a generally a nice guy just like you know wholesome and like just like he's a comedian he's also like you know sing songs and stuff like that he doesn't have like a frank sinatra reputation where if you like google him he was like an asshole you know even though he's like i think like sinatra is like more talent like more talented technically but like um you know like bing is like he seems like I don't really I haven't really found anything I haven't found anything too crazy. So like he seems nice. Um <laughs> Lisa, you you seem itching to say something. Well, what I I just don't know why you're trying to dig up dirt on Bing. <laughs> Can't we just have a Merry Christmas, Andrew? Can't we? Yeah, just like, <laughs> what, I'm sorry. You, you're trying to find his LinkedIn profile and slam him for his previous jobs. Give the guy a break. He's filled with the I, Christmas. I went spirit. through his old tweets. Seems everything everything checks out. You did say that so casually, like he was still around. Like you're just like he's a nice guy. Like I, you know, like I would get coffee with him. Yeah. Um. But yeah. yeah. I, but also, like I always like with with these old musicians. To be fair, like with these old musicians, I always like because sometimes I guess I get like very guarded of like what I enjoy of just like man, I love this record. And then someone comes up to me, uh, he actually beat his wife, and I'll be like, yeah, that, yeah, that sucks. Like, and I'll like kind of like be like really upset, like. That would upset me. That like, and that would make me not enjoy yeah, the music that anymore. Sucks. So, okay, yeah, yeah. So like, I, I don't blame you because I mean, this does, for all intents and purposes, look like the most racist album of all time. You got this old yeah. timey white guy smiling on the front. It's called White <laughs> Christmas. You're I like, want. <laughs> you know, there's going to be a problem somewhere in the backstory of this. So let's not look too hard. Yeah, I wasn't going to yeah. dig too deep just because it is 1945. Right. I'm sure mm-hmm. he was a stand-up guy for by time period standards. <laughs> by, <laughs> Time period permitting, I think he's probably was a stand up dude. Yeah. But yeah, like I, I really didn't know anything about him. And then like um, by virtue of this being like the oldest record and it being like full of like standards, like Silent Night and like White Christmas and like so this, these songs have been covered to death. You know, every artist that like wants to cash in on a Christmas record, like will cover one of these songs at one Love point it. in their career. Um, so As they should. what I was kind of expecting from this record was just like pretty straight across the bow, just like simple renditions of these songs or just like classic renditions of these songs. I didn't really expect anything too out of left field. 
and uh, I was expecting to have a nice, pleasant time and stuff like that. That's really my my uh, preconceived notions with uh, Bing. Any other straps? Any other like you know preconceived notions or anything like that before we like get into? Yeah, Alicia. It's actually funny. So sometimes thank you for raising your hand. By the way, like I, you know, just trying to keep it orderly. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> sorry. Sometimes I know what Christmas is about, but sometimes I forget how much Jesus is involved. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds really dumb, but like no. the second song of this album comes around and he's singing about Jesus. And I was that blinking man meme for like a hot second because I was like, oh, yeah, this is about Jesus' birth. No, Alicia, yeah. I agree with you because there is one song. There's especially one song. I think it's Santa Claus is coming to town on this album where he goes like, Santa knows that we're God's children. Oh, you're like, what? Wait a minute. I'm like, Isn't this song about Santa? What? <laughs> Like in every song, there's just these little crumbs. But then there was that song where he's singing about Jesus specifically. And I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I just... No, I, I definitely know. I feel like yeah. it, it's more jarring, though, when it's in a song that you're not expecting to hear it about. Like, don't forget yeah. it's actually Jesus's day. Put your toys away. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, and I, I'm, I was like, I didn't hate it. I was just like surprised mm-hmm. for like mm-hmm. a hot second. Yeah, and then yeah. I was like, yes, that's that tracks. But yeah. Oh, so, so let's get into theme. Like that transitions nicely into themes of the record. Thank you, Alicia, for oh, the alley oh, Um <laughs> Yeah. So like, the, to me, the record is like half Jesus, like half, <laughs> and just like literally baby Jesus, like baby Jesus, born nativity, manger, all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, nativity yeah. stuff. And then, yeah, like it's kind of, ju- it's like I know this is a compilation record. You know, I know this is like you know not technically a like an album. Like someone put put this together after the fact. Um, but it's also like the the second half of the record is very much like Santa Claus as Jesus, like Santa Claus as like this paragon of like this. We got to watch out because Santa Claus is watching it, not Jesus. Like, forget about him for a second. It's like Santa Claus, like he's the most important thing. And then it's yeah. also just like um, but then there's also just like getting you in the mood for Christmas. So just like, hey, like uh you know, when you see snow, when you see like jingly bells and stuff, when you see like, you know, uh, children running around, hanging out, like it's Christmas, you know? So I think that's like kind of what I'm getting. What do you, what, what do you guys like feel where some of the themes of the record? I totally agree with you, Andrew. I didn't even think about it until right now, but the, the record starts with Silent Night and it ends with Melikalikimaka. So it's like a slow de- descent into <laughs> intoxicated <laughs> rum and eggnog, you know, Christmas sex and dancing by the end. So the beginning, it's like start the record while you're eating um, a stuffy dinner with your grandparents. And then as the night progresses, you will be ripping open presents and ripping off each other's clothes because it's party oh. time with Bing. Mm. You're going to get turned with that eggnog and that rum. That's yeah. right. That's mm. right. Mm. Yeah. That's a good description, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The last, she's right, though. Like, the last song is a bop. Like, I was like, oh, yeah. And Christmas in Killarney is right before that, and I also love that one. But, yeah, all, all front load at the top is, like, songs in Latin, slow songs, songs about Jesus, silent songs night. Songs about Jesus. The Jesus yeah. was real. And like, then, that's when you're yeah. repenting over the dinner. Like Right. And then we swip, we swap into party time. And then the other theme I'm noticing, like, uh, because – and you kind of talked about this on, like, uh, your GCF episode with um, – uh, talking about like Amy Grant's, um, where like there's also like a lot of sadness with this record, especially "I'll Be Home for Christmas" and "White Christmas." 
those are the backgrounds of those songs are very sad. Like this, the back. If I don't know if you remember, but like, um, I'll be home for Christmas is like supposed to be about like, you know, a soldier or something like that, or someone like because this was World War Two times. You know, this is like what? that's the other crazy thing about this record is like and like historic context wise, like I'll be home for Christmas is like a guy fantasizing about like, man, I miss Christmas. I miss being home and like you know being around my family and my loved ones and my wife or something like that and like this war sucks and i i miss i miss like you know home and stuff and like i hope christmas is back when this is over you know i hope like we get i get to celebrate christmas when this is over so basically us right now in the pandemic yeah truly and we're still fighting nazis yeah hey but (laughs) really i will only be home for christmas in my dreams this year so i am (laughs) that's right yeah exactly yeah and then like uh, White Christmas, that is like a really let me let me pull it up really quickly. Um, that is like a, some really sad like backstory stuff. Of it's very similar to like um, I'll Be Home for Christmas. It's and it was like so it was written by a guy named Irving Be- Berlin, and uh, he this record came out uh, eighteen days after like the Pearl Harbor attacks. You know this like was kind of released so like. People use the song as an escape. People use the song as just like something to lift their spirits of something so, as of like a tragedy so like you know horrible and stuff like that. It was written by Irving Berlin, and uh, Irving Berlin was asked like you know how could like a Jewish man write a song about Christmas, and he said I wrote it as an American. You know I wrote it as you know so he's like trying to bottle. He's more so like bottling a feeling uh, and like patriotism and stuff like that. And then the other story with Irving Berlin is like for Christmas every year, he visits the grave of his like deceased son, you know, who died when he was like three weeks old, you know, the son, his son died when he was three weeks old and like he visits the grave every Christmas. So that's what Christmas means to Irving Berlin of just like this sad thing. And then the song is very much about like, you know, nostalgia for, like, when things were good. Bing Crosby, when he was performing the song overseas for, like, troops and stuff like that, he tried to always take the song out of the his set list because he was like, I don't want to travel all the way to, like, kind of make people feel sad. But people were, like, clamoring for it. People were, were like, where's the song? Where's the song? And then they were, like, he played it. And that it made him sad, but it made him feel better, too. You know? It made him sad for something they were missing, but it made them, like man, that was, like, really lovely. Like, that was, like, a nice thing that we used to experience together. So That tracks. Like, validation yeah. for their feelings. And yeah. it's lovely. Yeah, it reminds them of home. And it reminds them of home, too. Yeah. Like, that's the other thing. Yeah. Um, I, I think I just learned that um, uh, people who aren't little sexy ladies in bikinis perform for the troops. <laughs> I don't think I knew that. I always thought it was like a sexy girl that goes over. <laughs> but also I'm I'm Canadian, so maybe like that's why I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, you have an excuse. Like um yeah. you have a reason not it's to okay. know. You guys just looked at me so blankly like you don't know who performs for our troops. I'm like, baby, I don't know your troops. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> fine. Our education system is trash, so most of us don't know regardless. So yeah, like those are the themes of the those are the themes I'm noticing. Any other themes or anything you guys are noticing picking up with this record? 
feel like you covered it. Like you got the melancholy, you got yeah. the Jesus, you got the <laughs> the turn up vibes at the end. A little bit of like all knowing, <laughs> ever present Santa vibes that are a bit uh-huh. alarming. Sure, yeah. I feel like I yeah. put that under the Jesus umbrella just because they do weirdly start to substitute each other. No, Jesus you're totally right. Santa, it's like a yeah, Hannah Montana kind of thing with Santa and Jesus. <laughs> it is the best Maybe of both worlds. Like... It's the worst of both worlds. It's <laughs> yeah, they're both the same person. Let's uh, let's uh, take a quick break and uh, return with more Bing Crosby's White Christmas. Dot 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 dot. Welcome back to the podcast. Walk me uh, through the logistics of this hat. Oh no, be careful. Because for oh. the listeners, Andrew has put on like a fake Santa beard. And Andrew, did you know I uh-huh. almost died from one of those ones? I, put, I had it really? on just almost exactly what you have. It was a beard attached to a hat. And I was bothering my sister. And I was yeah. like maybe 15. And she was like, you know, telling me to leave her alone. And I was laughing at my own joke so hard that I inhaled a piece of that like polyester hair. And I barfed oh all over God. myself. <laughs> <laughs> so be you careful, best, Andrew. <laughs> you have yeah, the yeah, best yeah. Christmas stories. Yeah. <laughs> oh my yeah. god. Uh, welcome back to Ivan Mean to listen to that uh, special guests Alicia Parikh and Lisa Gilroy still here. What fun! Ooh, uh, still here. Yeah. Still here. Uh, I've, got, I've got a bunch of beard hair in my this mouth. It's a hostage situation. Um, by the way, like Lisa, did you like like do you like my quarantine? Did you like my quarantine beard? By the way. Like, yeah, I've, I've been growing that in quarantine. Like, it's been mm-hmm. like, uh, I haven't gotten a haircut since, uh, pandemic you look started. absolutely gorgeous and filmed to filled to the brim with the Christmas jollies. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, which one would you rather go through first? Like some, some, uh, highlights or lowlights? Let's start with the lowlights. Then we can finish on a high note. Yeah. Just like the album. <laughs> By the way, at the end of every episode, we like blaze a bunch of doobies. And like, uh, it's, it's a great time. Uh, let's, let's go through some lowlights. Like, what are some lowlights for you guys? Like, I don't think uh, I've ever fully listened to Faith of Our Fathers all the way through, if I can help it. When it starts, I, I, I will scramble out of the bathtub that I'm in. I will hop <laughs> off the toilet. I will, I will slam on the brakes on the car. Whatever I have to do to change that song. Uh, it seems terribly Sometimes depressing. Sometimes all three, you know. A Faith of Our Fathers. I don't even understand what it's about. And I don't care. <laughs> unfortunately so that's my little light no andrew yeah. lisa stole my answer that was yours too uh, <laughs> it's just so yeah it took me right out of the album again i know jesus is there i <laughs> Look, know jesus as a concept jesus but also i came for Holly jolly merry times. That's right. With a little melancholy. But you have to yeah, remember this, this is in the dinner portion of the album, so we're still mm. excited about our fathers having faith. Ah. Yeah. We're not drunk enough yet to enjoy Santa Claus. That's true. That's true. Yeah. And I didn't know what it was about either. I I never understand when uh religious things are happening. Like I remember in high school, um, in like our AP like lit classes or whatever they would always have these like biblical references and I never understood them and my teacher was always like you should at least be familiar with this and I was like this feels a little targeted but yeah I don't understand what's happening because also it's like we don't care I mean faith of our fathers it just feels like a boy Christmas boys club like we get it being a cool white guy I bet you got a lot of cool white guys in your family going up thousands of years cool thanks how cool there's like a there's a line like uh you know 
Our fathers, chained in prison dark, were still in heart and conscious free. How sweet would their children's would be their children's fate if they like them could die for thee. So it's very much like in a it's like the version of, of Christianity that I'm not a, generally a fan of of like the weird like grim like sacrifice your sons fire and brimstone yeah i mean like, i feel like that yeah. one, that song belongs in a catholic mass on a regular sunday don't bring it to my christmas party it's yeah. not exactly yeah. cr- it's not about the birth i'm trying of to Jesus. get horny yeah. i'm trying yeah. to get <laughs> thank you andrew exactly <laughs> andrew gets it he's like i don't vibe with this but it's yeah, just a regular yeah. depressing worship song so it's like yeah. it doesn't yeah. need to be on a Christmas album. I wonder who's yeah. strong armed yeah. Bing into doing that. I wonder <laughs> if he had some like maternal guilt or something on his shoulders. Yeah. I mean, yeah. didn't they all in 1945? Just kidding. I don't <laughs> so know. True. All, all that was missing was like that cracker yeah. bread thing they give you in church. Oh yeah, the and the, <laughs> the, the body the of wafer? Christ. The wafer. Yeah. <laughs> the wafer. It sounds so much more delicious than it probably is. I was yes. about to say, I never had it. I actually, hilariously, I'm... Oh, that's my favorite not, Christmas I'm, snack, by yeah. the way. Those wafers. I, that, that's <laughs> wafers. wafers. It's wafers. I didn't give my answer, by the way. <laughs> gotcha. No, I actually went to a Catholic school when I was in kindergarten for one whole year. Wow. And as kindergartners, they would take us to church, which, okay. <laughs> and we would always watch all the older students get the body of Christ. And I'd sit there and I'd be like... Where's my free snack? Wait, so there's like a, you must be this tall to ride for the wafer? Yeah. I don't understand. I was like, why are we not passing the body here? Like, where's my wafer? Right. Where's my blood while I'm at it? I mean, I could just saw that grape juice. Yeah, I was like, I never saw the blood of Christ when I was in kindergarten at church, but I stopped going to the school, so who knows? Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's very grim. I don't like it. Um, Weird. Uh, and we'll get to some of the, like, the more, like, I like s- some hymns slap, by the way. Like, some hymns, like, they have, there's some, like, hymns that are, like, they make me feel good, even now. Um, even though I've box, heard them, like, all my life. Uh, but um, another low light uh, for me personally is Christmas in Killarney is a little boring for me. Oh, my like, God. Stop. Andrew, that is my highlight. That's, ah! yeah. Get. That's fine. Like. Christmas conflict. Christmas conflict. You're right. I'm sorry. I'll let I'll let Um, you and Alicia host the show now. Goodbye. You think that one's boring? It starts with the holly green, the the prettiest of you. It's like extremely jolly. It makes you want to put on your little clogs and do a tap dance. It's not boring per se. It's it was a bop. It's not boring per se. It's more just like um, it it kind of freaks me. Not it kind of jeeves me out a little bit. Of just like the, it feels like a war. Like it feels like, like Santa, be like recruiting troops against the war on Christmas a little bit. Wait a minute, like, hold on a second. Because like also, now. in Christmas in Killarney, he says, "And Santa Claus, you know, of course, is one of the boys from home." Yeah, so yeah. It's like Santa's not real. It's just somebody dressed up as Santa, and we're all having a laugh. Oh, I thought okay. I thought oh, he was like, thought it was the... like, join the army and become Santa's yeah, minion. Join the army <laughs> with Megan you. Kelly and her friends. You know, just... Although, I mean, before I should call that my highlight, I don't know what Killarney is or where it is. It sounds Irish, yeah. but you're making it sound like an all-American place that I don't know about. 
I don't it know did sound either. Irish I didn't. To me I didn't. And I just. I honestly didn't research this record enough. Like I feel like I feel real bad. <laughs> well, um, can someone do a quick Google now on where is Killarney? It's in Ireland. It is. It, it is in oh, Ireland. Here, you were. Yeah. You're very yeah. right. So I like that because it's like Bing looks like an all-American guy, but we all have our places where we're actually from, and so it's nice to yeah. have a little touchstone on some different kind of traditions. Huh. I looked at Killarney. Also, just got Google a search. Of an egg is it cream, worth visiting? Yeah, it is. Huh. <laughs> Google says it's worth visiting. Well, okay. there you go. That's kind of nice. It. Yeah. I, I, okay. You're right. I like the song. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> don't change your opinion. You into liking it. I didn't mean to bully you into liking it. You ha- you're free to think whatever you want. <sighs> you're just okay. welcome yeah, you to celebrate Christmas life. with me in Killarney. No, I'm sorry. Um, but like, you um, are welcome to celebrate Christmas in Killarney because we can't travel there right now. But still, you know. What's you know what's Lola? the weird thing? I think you actually can go to Killarney. <gasps> I was just, yeah, I was just talking to someone who just went to Ireland. He was like, his girlfriend's from, like, she has citizenship with England. So I was like, oh, I could see maybe she can go to England. But he's just American. And he went with her to England. And then they went to Ireland. And then they traveled for a bit and came home. Is that like a workaround? Mm. Like, he had to go to England first to get to Ireland? No, I think they flew between places. Ooh. I would not, if I was any other country, I would not trust any American. No, I know. It's really shocking. That's a it bold seems like, take. I know. <laughs> but I think the Ugh. world is more open than we think it is. Um, what's another low light from, for any of you guys? Like, do you guys have songs that are like, oh boy. I used to hate Adesti Fideles, that like Latin song. Yeah. Um, but now I, it's kind of fun because every year I listen to it, the more words I learn. So then I start feeling really smart. Oh, I like I kind of like the, you know, I'm always just a sucker for like, you know, when like a song uses a, like the same words, but like in different languages, like that always like kind of gets me a little bit. Just like there's like um, maybe it's growing up Christian, like 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 to an extent being being Christian. Um, the idea of just like the there's like that song, like how great is our God? And then it's like, all, and all the languages and like the whole world is singing how great God is. Oh, and like, yeah. there's a part of me that like still, that, that still gets me a little bit. So like a part of me likes like the different language of it all. Like just like, and Latin's fun. It's a fun language. It's a good time. Would you um, say it's a fun language? Yeah. It's my favorite like, language. As a professional. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, I like um, something I like about this whole record, though. Like, I, I know that we're on low lights, but like, I like how like there's like, you know, some like, even though this is like the most state of the art digital restoration of these records, it still has like a vinyl cracky crackling thing. And like the mm-hmm. static, you could still it feels it almost feels like a fireplace, e- even though it's not like it's just like they literally did their best and like yeah. with the state of the art like restoration but like it's still there's still best. some like it's old but it isn't dated i think i think it's like yeah. i think it's like i like that yeah it has so, a very like charming like comforting old quality to it yeah it is very yeah. comforting it does kind of feel like a cozy fireplace and i personally really like ben crosby's like crooning voice like i don't know he just like croons in every song love it a low life for me is uh i like i like silver bells and it's beginning to look a lot like christmas i like them i like those songs individually but like in a row it's like they mean exactly the same thing like it's literally it's the same song (laughs) it's just like it's just like you know different like yeah it's it's a it's a double beats of just like 
oh man, silver bells and stuff. You know it's Christmas then. And then it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas mm -hmm. when you see some silver bells. Just like that's like the song. Or is it just one long song? Like you're just like ah, oh no. Silver is it like bells a Pink over, Floyd like There's transformative more. thing? <laughs> it's just like like it's mirrors nice. it's like part a one prologue. and two. Yeah, it's a prologue to the to the second song. I kind of like it. I like that they're kind of just back to back. They keep the theme through. And, and, then and what else Christmas can you really say about Christmas? Like, it looks like Christmas. Yeah. It is Christmas. I'm enjoying Christmas. These are what all the songs are about. There's nothing else yeah. to say. Other than Jesus. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. That, 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 yeah. And Latin. That, and, it, and the modern equivalent to this, Andrew, by the way, now yeah. is I want you for Christmas. Every song now is about I want you for Christmas. I want a boyfriend mm. for Christmas. I want a girlfriend for Christmas. I want you I want for a, Christmas. I want, I want a girlfriend wrapped under a tree. Uh -oh. um, I don't want a lot. a little spooky. Yeah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> that's not. That's not. Yeah, I was like, that's maybe not that's not the vibe. Um, I mean, but, like, um, but she's like, literally, I don't want a lot. I just want you. That's a low-key savage burn. <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that. I saw a tweet and I was like, you're right. And you should say it. But <laughs> it's also like, it's also like, I don't want a lot. I just want someone to love me unconditionally. <laughs> like that's another like thing. That's, that's a lot. That's what a do you, lot what do you got, Yeah. What's up? Oh, no, I was just agreeing with you. But it, it could be also in the terms of like, I don't want a lot for Christmas. I don't want many things. I just want mm. one thing. And it's you. Yeah. Okay. So quantity over like quality. That's right. Okay. That's exactly yeah. right. But I don't know. It's yeah. Mariah Carey. So let's not give her too much credit. <laughs> Baby. One more low life for me is uh, Santa Claus is coming to town. Of just like I like it's cute. I I think the song <laughs> itself is cute, but like I just like Lisa touched on it a little bit. Just like the Santa's watching you, and like that's why you should be good. Like that's a little strange to me. Like that whole. I mean, is that thing. not how the whole religion works? Like someone's watching you, so you should be good. Is that not how religion works? I mean, yeah, but like it's also like. But it, it's like almost like it feels because the first, especially because the first half of the record is, you know, about Jesus, like about Jesus, the man, about like Jesus, the baby. And like the there's like, the baby. yeah, it's like um, it almost feels sacrilege to like have like capitalist, like like uh, Coca-Cola Santa Claus, like be good and he'll like give you toys and and with the first half of the record being like man isn't it wonderful that like jesus came on earth isn't it isn't that isn't that so cool isn't that like wonderful and stuff like and then it's just like you better you better be good because santa's watching you santa not jesus or god or anyone like it feels a little like I, I don't mind that much, but like remember, whatever. it's the same song where he slips in that Santa knows that we're God's <laughs> children. So it's like I almost feel like Bing feels bad. He's like, uh oh, I'm putting too much uh, credit on Santa right now. Don't forget this song's a bit Christian. <laughs> Jesus, yeah, yeah. don't be mad. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Oh my so, yeah, God. I mean, it still has that Jesus quality you're looking for, Andrew. Don't give up on it. Yeah, you're mm. right. I love it now. <laughs> like, yeah. you really, I mean, you're really changing my there. mind on this record. Um, I mean, the capitalism is like still there, but like, you know. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Yes. Um, Number one. Yeah. But otherwise, I like the song. I think it's so fun. You know, just like uh, 
you can't hate I can't hate a song that has the term Rudy Toot Toots and Rummy Tum Tums. Like, yeah, also it has I don't know if I'm mishearing this, but my whole life, does she say curly head dolls that toddle in poo? I don't think I don't think she says that. I think mm. Curly head curly head dolls. Wait, let me look it up. Please um, have my back on this. Curly head dolls that toddle and poo. I mean it should be coddle, toddle and coo, but I coo. always hear poo. I think it's coo. Like is, <laughs> like, is it coo yeah. or poo? Uh, it is coo. Like, because oh, I actually it's had coo. a doll that pooed. <laughs> you had a doll that. Oh pooed? yeah, that was that was like a weird trend, like uh-huh. back in like she it like was shot so weird. some yeah she shot some hard shit out of her ass. Um, it was like um <laughs> it was like brownish orangeish colored. No no no, it was just like um okay. it looked like a log of poo and it would shoot out her ass and then you could oh. change your diaper and the poo would go back up her butthole. What the <laughs> hell? <laughs> Yeah, yeah she it was, was the really same weird. It's the same doll. You'd like put a sp- um, food on a spoon and put it in your mouth and the food would go away. So it's like, obviously the food's going in and the poo's got to come out. This is a real yeah. baby we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. They had that weird trend where they tried to make babies more and more real, like the dolls more real. And I was like, why would you want that? Isn't that why you have a toy? Oh, like- I know. I was all over that. I was like, I want to be a mother. I am six years old and I would love <laughs> to birth this child out of my vagina. For sure. <laughs> it's like, I would love to have the responsibility to take care of this pooing doll. Oh, no, me, really. a six year old. You know? <laughs> oh, man. I was looking for the dog version of that. Like every robot dog that came out, I was like, give me. Oh, I love like- those. Yeah. Oh, you wanted yeah. a dog that could pee and poo. Yeah, which is yeah. funny because I had a dog and I was like, I want a robot one though. Oh, that's funny. Well, like the ro- some of the robot ones did. I mean, they did pee and poo. Yeah, some of them were. Yeah, like um, gigapets. Did you guys have those gigapets? Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Oh, by the way, like we need to pause the episode really quickly. I need to feed my Neopet really quickly. So let me just. Uh... <laughs> Neopets. You said that way too realistically. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, I think I I just love this call and response. The Andrew sisters are a lot of fun on that song. You know, I like the song otherwise. And it's it's and the other note of just like my, you know, the note I made about like, you know, the two silver bells and it's beginning to look like a lot like Christmas, you know, kind of having the same message. Like when someone's listening in the background, they don't care. You know, it's just like it's for mood setting They're They're not like, fuck this record because they didn't. It's like a double beat or whatever. They're just like, yeah, it's Christmas, more Christmas. You know, yeah. uh, any other <laughs> lowlights from this record? I mean. That's Not a pretty solid Christmas album. Yeah, I mean, it kind of set the standard. All and right, let's... I will say, yeah, I think my lowlights were just a lot of the Jesus stuff, but yeah, that's to be expected. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's go through some highlights. Uh, what, were, what was a highlight for you, Lisa? What were some highlights or highlights? Oh, God, I have so many. Um, yeah, please. Jingle Bells is a real bop. The Andrew sisters are hyped up on cocaine in that song. They are <laughs> jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Brip, brip, brip. <laughs> They're like on another planet. Uh, They're I having so their, much fun. Their chaotic yeah. energy is overwhelming and I love it so much. Mm. Like the song is so like, I also just like, you know, analyzing the words to jingle bells. The whole thing is basically, isn't it fun to ride in a sled? Like, I'm like, yeah, I can't argue with that. It's pretty fun. They're not wrong. Uh, like, yeah, it's just like, um, it has a live variety show feeling to it. If, totally. It, feels, Cause it has so many yeah. different levels and it keeps heightening and it does different yeah. bridges. And it add, I love when a song takes a classic and adds like its own special thing to it. Like they have yeah. blip, blip and like, you know, all those like, little quirky sounds opens like just like kind of just like him playing around with the volume and like yes 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 it gets really quiet and it gets really loud it gets fast it gets slow it's it's amazing Mm 
Like it's it's basically it's, its own sleigh ride in the song. Yeah, it's so much fun. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a fun yeah, time. Yeah, this song, this record kind of feels like a variety show where, but also like the commercials for the variety show. I'm just <laughs> like, you know, like the Bing Crosby White Christmas special. We'll be back after a word from these sponsors. Uh, wet wheat or something like that. I don't know. Um, but like watered wheat, you know, this time it's wet or whatever. I don't know. Um, but <laughs> so like, good though. it's such a um, high Bob song. So, so fun. Like also just like the idea of like everyone, like for most of these records, for a lot of these songs, it's like them kind of, uh, recording together in a room, like the instrumentals and the background singers and everything nowadays is kind of like, even before the pandemic is kind of done remotely or just like, uh, this guy comes in, he plays the bass and then another guy sings the vocals and then another guy like, you know, plays the piano or whatever. But like, this is like, we can't afford to like do that. We have to cram everyone in the studio to sing together. Um, I think that's fun. It uh, is fun. Yeah. It's amazing. Cause it's like, and they didn't get, I mean, Bing's best take was maybe not the Andrew sister's best take, which wasn't the drummer's best take. Like you just got to hope that everyone did an okay job at one time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's where the magic comes from. Yeah. Yeah. Just like lyric, like, just like, you know, I said that hymns, some hymn slap. I think Silent (laughs) Night's really nice. I think it's Mm -hmm. like, it's Mm -hmm. just like in terms of just like a classic hymn or a classic song or whatever, just like reanalyzing that of just like, you know, uh, when you think about just like the Jesus, like Jesus, Mary and Joseph, like traveling for so long and not having a place to, for a refuge and then like, being forced to like give birth in like a shithole, like a main, that's like Luke two forty five, I believe like, um, where I just, <laughs> what I just said. Um, but like, um, and then just like the song is just like the moment of quiet and calm after ne- afterwards of just mm-hmm. like, and it's such, it's a good lullaby too. It reminds me of baby mind from Dumbo a little bit. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. It reminds me of that. Uh, and just like, god arriving on earth as a vulnerable baby it's like it's like it's like it's kind of like a low-key beyonce drop <laughs> just like <laughs> you know like jesus didn't come on earth just like here i am baby it's just like yeah here it is <laughs> it's like he's a baby um, after all that drama yeah exactly i appreciate too about silent night that it's, he's singing it in such a deep voice because you know your girl has a hard time singing along with silent night when it gets all oh, calm i'm always like yeah. trying to hit it and you know bing he keeps it nice and low for us so we can all participate and i appreciate that yeah yeah very same. relaxing bassy voice i like that very nice um, little crooning deep voice yeah it's very it does make me think of old cartoons like whenever they show an old cartoons where characters are struggling to like stay awake and like that's what the song reminds me of, but with Christmas vibes. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, Light just Jesus. like, it's like the, the silent night is the reward that Jesus, Mary, and Joseph get to have. Like, they get to sleep on some hay. You know, this is the quiet before the storm of just like everything else happening in their lives. Um, Mary deserves it. She gave birth yeah. in a shithole, man. She deserves yeah. it. Uh, what's uh, what's another highlight for you guys? Like, for Alicia. Let's go to Alicia. What's, what's a highlight for you? Oh, man. It's always going to be White Christmas. <laughs> so good i love white christmas i understand why they wore that tape out like it's so good and it's rewarding every time but it i has, will say like i don't know it's so good it has like um so it has only 54 words and 67 notes like that's it and uh and the writer he says like this is the best not only the best Christmas song, but like one of the best songs ever written. He said that of his own song, which is like great. Good for you, buddy. Um, 
Yeah. And it's also like, this is like also like the Guinness Book of World, I think still to the state, like the Guinness Book of World Records of like the highest selling single of all time. Like this song, you know, partly because it's old and like there were no such thing as, there was no such thing as like Dua Lipa and like the Beatles yet. So like (laughs) um, the two, the two other genres of music, by the way. Alicia, have you ever had a white Christmas? Yeah, so I actually grew up in the Midwest. Like, I'm from Detroit, so I was always about that snow life. Oh, nice. Yeah, we did have a couple of Christmases where it did rain, and I was like, this isn't real Christmas, yeah. and I'm really sad. But I I always need a white Christmas. I can't – like, I am Kevin McAllister in the second Home Alone movie going, why are you guys going to Florida? Like, that's, that's me. Like, I would I – would, leave and accidentally take a flight to New York to get my white Christmas. Yeah, it is nice to have snow. Are you going to get to see any snow this year? Um, So I I think I'm still going home for Christmas because I got like a weird off-peak flight time. So I'm like, oh, maybe the airport will be like empty. I'm going to be covered in people. Oh, no, that's good. That's good. like covered. No, I know. This is going to be my first Christmas in L.A. without snow. So I feel like it's going to be, it's weird. It's weird to even see the decorations in the grove and stuff on on palm trees. To me, that looks so weird. But I'm I'm excited to see how it goes. I just miss the lights so much. I I love when people put up their lights anywhere. But But in the snow, it looks so good because the snow makes it look all like foggy and soft. There's so many bops on this. Like Jingle Bells is such a turn up song. You're absolutely right. So good. Someone pronounced the the Malakalikimaka. Like yeah, that one's amazing too. I feel like I'm never confident enough to say it, so I always wait for other people to say it. It's such a bop. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. When I was growing up, so I used because he says Malakalikimaka is Hawaii's way, and I used to think he was saying a wise way, and so I thought it, he was saying like it's a big word for Merry Christmas if you'd like to use it. So as a kid, oh. I was like trying to incorporate it into sentences so people would think I was smart. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, I like I like that song a lot. It's just like it's kind of like one of the first, maybe one of the first ish, like instances of like um, genre melding too, a little bit of just like, hey, an island song and also a Christmas song kind yeah, of them together. Song. Like uh, that's kind of fun um, and just like a low key way to end the record too. Um, mm. You know, this is probably like probably post doinking for like you know any christmas couples out there um, i would say it's got to be during doinking at that point because the record yeah, yeah. like, so if you were eating dinner at the <laughs> beginning of it you're probably mid doink when melikalikimaka comes on that makes sense yeah because so. you can't have that during jingle bells the pure cocaine chaos like you can't but <laughs> yeah this is more mellow yeah hawaii vibes exactly i mean it's have fine. i had sex to all of these songs yes and would anything like that ever stop me no but you're right there are some songs that are better i think jingle bells is a good during doink song and then really santa oh, claus the that like then like santa claus is coming to town that's like also like you know um doink a doink song and then silver bells to it's being to look like christmas is like your your nice spoon song you well know? you're all over the place here you got this you got this on shuffle then for your doink sesh you just gotta hope it doesn't land on faith of our fathers <laughs> at any time That's just like you That's feel really killer. bad you feel like really bad <laughs> you feel really bad for yourself um That's but, why you uh, didn't during that time <laughs> Uh, any other highlights, uh, or stray observations or final thoughts or anything like that? Like any, any, uh, any, you know, other things you want to note and stuff? I think uh, we said it yeah. all brother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think we said anything and ever- Oh, silver bells. I like the, um, duet. I like the duet between the two of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they sound really good together. And, uh, it's like more, it's very evocative, but just like, 
man, when you see these things, you know, like this warm feelings coming in your heart. That's like nice. Yeah, that's really all it I got to nice. say about it. Uh, yeah, let's get to final thoughts and ratings. The way this works is uh, we'll kind of like go around the horn and we'll like kind of give our final thoughts, you know, just like summarizing what we think of this record and then giving it a rating out of 10. So like one out of 10 blanks. So uh, Alicia, why don't we, we have you go first? <laughs> Always first. I never get time. To... <laughs> you, you've been on the show two times. This is your I know, second two appearance. all times. I just never get. Oh, God. I mean, this was a very solid Christmas album. And it's it's weird giving it a rating because it's kind of the baseline for like yeah. all later Christmas albums. So it's not like you can give it a low rating, but I can't give it a 10 out of 10. Like I would, you know, like I'm not going to probably I say that I'm stalling so I can think of a rating. I feel like I want to give it an like a solid eight. I don't want to say eight jingle bells. That's two. Hmm. Eight silent nights. <laughs> because Mary deserves eight silent nights after giving yeah, birth without epidural in a pile of hay. That's wow, right. Without, yeah. Without even a sliver of toilet paper. Can you imagine? Yeah. Oh, no. Ugh. Wow. Just hay oh, and probably a goat. Like I can't. Oh. She deserves. <laughs> she deserves a hell of a so lot many. of silent nights. Maybe a so hundred and eight. Yeah, yeah, so many silent nights. Okay. And for me, uh, yeah, I'm gonna give it a solid eight. It's like it's. I really do enjoy this Christmas album. Yeah. Can I listen to it all the time throughout Christmas? I don't know. You know, like I gotta like feel feel the vibe. You know. Sure. It's very classic. Evergreen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even with all the Jesus. <laughs> hey. Maybe sometimes, Je- especially for the, the Jesus. By the way, this, this, that's what we want to say on the, the. This is the ultimate message of the podcast is that Jesus is evergreen. You know, yeah. it, it's not just a. You know. Um, mm-hmm. He sees you when you're sleeping yeah. too. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. I, I'll, I'll, get, I'll go next. I like this mm-hmm. record a bunch. I think it's good. You know, I think it's a good. You know, um, I love the holidays. You know, I, 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 I like it. I, I, I like it more than some people. Like some people are very like grumpy around this time, but I like it. Um, some people are real Grinches. Um, but I, I like this record. I like this record. I like Christmas. These are very stand, like these are very standard songs. Like would I put this on to just like hang around my house to listen to? Not really. You know, that's not what I would do. Like I would like, there are a lot more songs I like more and like, um, it's kind of the the other thing is some of these songs felt a little boring of just like you know especially like the first half of it like felt a little boring of just like oh they feel like straightforward renditions of songs but I really like when they like kind of play with like you know play like experiment and like you know where it feels vo- more alive and live and all that stuff I really enjoy that just like uh, I think the ultimate um, compliment I could give this record though. Um, is one I really enjoy the, the the some of the melancholy with some of these songs. I really enjoy that in White Christmas and I'll Be Home for Christmas. I really enjoy the melancholy and like the how this record helped a lot of people through hard times and through like a traumatic time. I really appreciate that. And also it got me in the mood for Christmas. I wasn't necessarily in the mood for Christmas and now I feel, you know, now that I bought a fun hat, first of all, um, but also, and now that we had, you know, our 
Christmas friends over on this podcast. But like also the fact that we like talked about the 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 fact that I listened to this record, it got me in the mood for Christmas, got me excited for Christmas and like the season and stuff like that. Like now I want to watch Elf and you know a whole yes. bunch of other movies and stuff. So I'm gonna give it um I'm gonna give it seven Rudy Toot Toots and Rummy Tum Tums. Oh, that's a really good rating system. Man, that's yeah. so good. I wish I would have thought of that. Um, I love this album so much. I'm so happy to hear that it puts you in a Christmas mood and that you call this Christmas friends. I think I'll love that forever. I wanna be everyone's Christmas friend. Um <laughs> Listen, I love the bops when the, when they when the when they slap they really slap and then when they're when they're faith of our fathers they're it's really fucking faith of our fathers so that's gonna bring it down just from one perfect score for me gonna gonna give it an old nine out of ten because uh, I love most of it I'll give it nine um, disembodied Bing heads out of ten. Well, <laughs> so good. Oh, that's wonderful. Um, well, uh, thank you so much, Lisa. Thank you so much, Alicia. Like, this is—I think this is a great episode. Like, I, I, this is this is such a wonderful episode, and I, I've laughed a lot. And um, I laughed. Friends. I I had so much fun laughing, and like, um, um, I was a little nervous at first, but like, it, it really made me feel better. So like, this whole Aww. experience, like doing this, so like, I had a, such a great time. Um, so let's uh go, get into our. <gasps> I've been meaning to listen to that, and I did, playlist. So um, basically what we do uh, is we'll put a song on our Spotify playlist. Um, so uh, I'll go first. Um, the song I want to pick is, um, so the original is by Wham. It's uh, Last Christmas. And I'm going to do the Carly Rae Jepsen version, you know, another fun not my second favorite Canadian export next to Lisa Gilroy. Click. Um, this song. Oh, the, yeah. George Mike. George Michael wrote the original song. Um, such a great song. It's very like. I really like melancholy in Christmas. I like the brightness tempered with the sadness, you know? So this song is, and like I went through like, and I've gone through like this kind of experience a little bit, just like trying to like get past heartbreak, trying to get through like, you know, a hard time and stuff like that. The next year, like feeling a little like I, I, I <laughs> this song, all like teeters on the edge of being like an incelly song. Um, like just, but like, I think it's like, it, it's like rooted in some real, like uh heartbreak and some real, like, you know, also like some, a lot of self-awareness too, I think. Um, so I really love the song. I really love the original version of the song, but Carly Rae Jepsen's version, uh, so fun. And she nails the sadness of the song too. This was during her emotion era of, you know, where she was like very sad and like, you know, everyone thought like that record was happy but it's like a very sad record um so yeah like she nails the sadness also just like who who doesn't love a sax solo who doesn't love a sax solo and uh yeah i love sad christmases and uh yeah it it, it helps it's it acts as a nice cell for my broken heart so <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> sorry yeah uh yeah who would like to go next 
Oh, I'll go next. Um, the, yes. the song that I pitched to you was Oh Santa by Mariah Carey, which I think she's back. You know, she wasn't just a one-hit wonder in the Christmas world. She's got Oh Santa. Click. I love the threatening tone of it. Santa's going to come and make you mine this Christmas. I really like that. Um Ooh. Uh, it's vaguely threatening and it's incredibly jolly. And uh, I think that can, you know, summarize Mariah's personality as well. So And the Lisa Gilroy story. Just and like... I think also Christmas. I think it's very vaguely threatening, but also holly jolly. Yeah, <laughs> Better yeah. be good because Santa's watching you. But right. you'll get gifts. Yeah. Ooh, uh, so perfect. That's spirit. wonderful. Um, Alicia, like we turn to you now. You can do two picks if you want, by the way. Like, if you want. Two picks. I I do love Christmas music. Like, I was the person in my family growing up where I was like, Christmas! And I love nonsense for kids around Christmas. Right. I think I have to try hard not to recommend another cover of White Christmas because, let's be real, Michael Buble and Shania Twain did knock it out of the park. I will say that. It slapped (laughs) so hard but I feel like everyone kind of knows that. Yeah. So I'm gonna, it's so good. I sing it all the time and I can't, okay. (laughs) Embarrassing little factoid about me. I obviously loved Glee when I was in like high school. It was terrible. I loved it so much. They had a solid Christmas album. Season was good. I thought, you know, it was. And if, (laughs) What's her name? Leah Michelle wasn't trash. I would probably <laughs> recommend Merry Christmas, Darling, because it was very good cover. It was it was yeah. very good. But I can't ethically recommend that, so I'm not going to mm. do that. I will recommend a bop from my childhood that I listened to crazy, like crazy. It was when Allie and AJ of Disney Channel released a Christmas album. And they came up with this song that was in, I think, the Santa Claus 2. <laughs> It's called The Greatest Time of Year. Oh, wow. Click. There's a special kind of feeling in the air. It only happens at this time of year. When everyone is filled with love and cheer. That's what matters. Pretty paper boxes tied with bows. Walking in the sun or in the snow. We can feel the It's a childhood bop. Because we all know the classics. I'm telling you to, you know, revisit Ali and AJ, especially since they made a comeback. And I'm really proud of them because I love them. That's wonderful. Uh, So thank you so much, Lisa. Thank you so much, Alicia. This is, I already said this, but like, this is so wonderful. I had such a great time. And uh, having us. You guys are so nice and uh, funny. And like, I am in all of you guys. So uh, in the meantime, uh, let's, uh, any uh, things you'd like to plug, Alicia? Like any like Twitter handles or social medias, none. <laughs> I wish I used Twitter more, but my Twitter and Instagram handle are the same. It's just my name, Alicia, A-L-I-C-I-A S Bacon. So it's like Alicia's Bacon. I made it in college and I like couldn't think of a better name. So that's my I Instagram can't handle. It. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't really have anything to plug. Hopefully soon I'll be coming out with my own podcast called Bad Adaptations. It's where me and a couple of friends review Bollywood adaptations of Hollywood movies. Hell yeah. It's a lot of shenanigans. But I'd also like to plug Andrew because Andrew's so nice. And this podcast oh. is really great. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's so nice. 
And uh, I have to hug Lisa because she's also great. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. So yeah. funny. So one of the one of the greats. Uh, Lisa, anything you'd like to plug? I would like to plug Cheez-Its and only Cheez-Its. Thank you. <laughs> oh, that's a good no. one. Plug Cheez-It land. Cheese, your performance Cheez-It. out there was so great. The crunch, the satisfaction. Honestly, I've just been bopping around from podcast to podcast talking about my 15-second Cheez-It commercial. So thank you for letting me do my do yes. what I do. Um, no, I'm on socials, all the all the ones, at the Lisa Gilroy. And um, I'm also doing bits and bobs on the Second City Chicago's uh, Happy Hour, which is like a digital streaming thing oh, on Thursdays. Nice. Um, so, so yeah, cool. you can check me out on that. I didn't know you were doing that. That's we cool. are Second City stands, so yes. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Amazing. We met, we met through Second City. We yeah. met through uh, Second City. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, you could follow me at Andrew A. Lee on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Lisa already follows me for some reason. So, hey, that's so nice. Um, you can follow me at Andrew A. Lee. That's uh, A-U-N-D-R-E-W-L-E-E. I, um, Andrew was like a joke that I made in high school where like they said my the teacher said my name and i said oh it's pronounced andrew and a few people laughed and I, you just I, gave me a heart attack so i was like i've been saying andrew this entire episode yeah. <laughs> i'm such a jerk yeah but i'm now, i'm uh, i realize that it's a joke now and i'm yeah i'm a quarter too French. late i'm already sweating about um, it <laughs> yeah yeah you can follow me there uh you can follow the podcast at ibmtltt.com no Damn it. Uh, you can follow. <laughs> let me let me take that again. Uh, you can follow the podcast at IBMTLTT uh, on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, we'll make a Twitter account soon. Uh, you could follow Ezra. That's our usual co-host at Ezra.Indigo on Instagram. Uh, you could uh, check out previous archives of the show. Like we have like a lot of great episodes. We had such a great year this year. I'm so thankful for you know the podcast we got to make and like um check out alicia's previous episode if you haven't that's one of my favorites too (laughs) um and uh rate us five stars on itunes or like uh you know apple Podcasts or whatnot or uh you know just yeah just it's a good show i'm very proud of it and uh now we'll have uh thank you so much everybody uh now we'll have our Closing sentiment from Lisa Gilroy. It's a spell. It's a Christmas spell. So I guess we all have to say it at the same time for something to happen. And you'll see what's going to happen. It's going to happen tonight while you're sleeping. Okay, cool. Should I hold something as like a sacrifice? I don't know. uh, I don't do magic very often. You just have to put your head over your heart. Okay. Okay. So Me forgets uh, where my heart is. Okay. Yeah. And say it as scary as you can. Okay, okay, here we go. Okay. Like the ghosts of the fathers are there. Yes, exactly. Ready? Okay, here we go. Venite Adoremus. Venite Adoremus. Venite Adoremus. Hail Crosby. Lorraine Numerous. Oh, God. You just went for straight ghosts of Christmas past. You just uh, went straight up Saturday Night Adam Live. Sandler. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ancestors, come and view me with you. <laughs> Thank you so much, everybody. Have so a good. merry day. Merry Christmas. Oh, oh, oh. Merry Christmas. Merry Woo. Christmas. Bye. Happy Love holidays. you. Bye. Click. <laughs> <laughs>